From COK Studios on Paula Poundstone's porch, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the secrets in newly declassified documents related to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. We'll also consider some Halloween costume ideas with celebrity stylist Peter Grigio. And we'll consider that the sum of the square roots of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Fresh Air Fresheners, the only brand of air fresheners good enough for NPR's Terry Gross. Be like Terry and don't let your car or home smell gross with Fresh Air Fresheners. And the Apathy Foundation, doing very little to nothing to help anyone with anything since 1940 because meh. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Fifty-four years after President John F. Kennedy was assassinated, conspiracy theories abound about what happened that day in Dallas. This week, even more information about the assassination and its investigation will be released, leading to the possibility of more speculation on JFK's death. President Trump has decided that it is in the nation's best interests to make this trove of information available. But it is unlikely the documents will contain any big revelations when they are made public by the National Archives on Thursday. JFK scholars do believe the files may provide insight into assassin Lee Harvey Oswald's trip to Mexico City weeks before the killing, during which he visited the Soviet and Cuban embassies. Here to discuss what we might learn from this new batch of JFK documents are international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl Melissa Reynolds and JFK conspiracy expert, Mr. X. Glad to have you both here. Hey. Hello. Melissa, you've been talking to JFK scholars and people at the National Archives this week. What are you hearing from them about the content of this large collection of information? Well, Connor, there's lots of people who are really eager to see these reports and junk, but there's not really anything big in them, according to my sources. It's lots of little things that probably won't be interesting to people like you and me. It, it actually seems kind of boring. On the contrary, there is a great deal in these classified documents that will finally expose the deepest, darkest secrets of the JFK assassination. So where are you getting your information, Mr. X? I have many secret underground sources from within the deep state. I also know a talking dog named Barnabas, who saw most of the documents when the government was doing experiments on him. Oops. I've probably said too much. Anyway, trust me when I tell you that there will be huge repercussions from these documents. That sounds like super made up. Yeah, even if you talk to people or dogs who've seen the documents, what was so compelling about them? I really shouldn't say. It could destabilize the Western world as we know it. I will be posting some of my thoughts on the reports when they get released on Thursday over on my website, jfktruthposse.net backslash Barnabas knows all. I don't think this guy or his dog know anything. My friend Danica's older brother Grayson's best friend Oliver works at the National Archives, and he told me there's some stuff about why Lee Harvey Oswald went to Mexico a few weeks before he killed the president, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he colluded with the Russian or Cuban governments on the assassination. This story is pretty boring, Connor. It... I'd kind of rather do my Latin homework. Latin homework, Connor. On the contrary, there are massive gaps in the JFK saga that will be filled in. 
This release of documents will give us the identities of the two men who shot JFK from the grassy knoll, where they got their weapons, what they had for breakfast that morning, how they met and conspired with Oswald, the nature of their relationship with Oswald, can you say by curious thruple, and which major U.S. figure paid all of them off to kill JFK. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that Lee Harvey Oswald was in a gay three-way relationship with two other men, and they all shot JFK on the orders of someone else? Duh. It's so obvious. The release of these documents will simply confirm what I've known for years. Just ask Barnabas. Wait, don't. Just forget about Barnabas. Anyway, the evidence has been there for decades, and I can't wait for the documents to prove me right. So, what's your big theory, Mr. X? It's not a theory, little girl. It's a fact. Most people don't know this, but the Kennedy family invested heavily in the seafood restaurant business. Really? Oh, yeah. Ever hear of a little place called Red Lobster? The Kennedys bankrolled that chain through a dummy corporation in the 1950s, but back then it was called Red Lobster. In the 1960 campaign, JFK ran afoul of Big Jimmy Bernini, a mobster who was a silent partner in a rival seafood chain called Long John Silver's. It was Long John himself who saw that Kennedy's ties to Red Lobster would bankrupt him if people knew that the immensely popular president was known to have any ownership stake in the company. So Long John Silver paid Big Jimmy to kill Kennedy, and he then hired a gay thruple to do the deed so that he could deny any involvement. Kennedy was supposed to do a commercial for Red Lobster the day after he stopped in Dallas, but Long John saw to it that he never had the chance. Whoa, that's cray-cray. I know, right? Forget Cuba and Russia. It was all because of the seafood restaurant wars. No, no, like, you're really crazy. You totes need serious help. That's just your opinion. Barnabas knows I'm right. Well, I guess we'll just have to see what's really in those top-secret JFK documents when they get released on Thursday. Thank you both for your insights. No prob. The truth will be heard. Red Lobster! That was international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl Melissa Reynolds and JFK conspiracy expert Mr. X. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to Halloween. It's time for people to get their costumes ready for parties this weekend and the big day next Tuesday. So we've invited celebrity stylist and fashion designer Peter Grigio to tell us what the hot costumes are this year. Peter, glad to have you back on COK. Hi, Dinah. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Fabulous. Girl, I hope you're wearing that Halloween sweater ironically because it is absolutely heinous. Yes. Yes, I am. Ah, good. Peter, what can we expect to see as the big costumes this Halloween? It's going to be a spicy Halloween this year, Dinah. Pumpkin spicy. I've actually partnered with an old friend of mine, Salvin Young, who's a fashion blogger, to come up with some exciting new costume ideas. Oh, hello, Sal. Hello. Sal's the strong, silent type, but he's just a whiz with costumes, aren't you, Sal? Yes. See? This year, one of the popular costumes will be Melania Trump. All you need for that one are stiletto heels, a long brown wig, a hat that says Flotus, and fake eyelashes. Oh, and it'll help if you're really, really constipated. Oh, good to know. Sal's blog has all the popular costumes this year. Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, Beyonce's Twins, Luke Skywalker, Pennywise the Clown, a garden gnome. What? What's with the garden gnome? That's Jeff Sessions. Oh. <laughs> Sal. All right. Now, that makes more sense. All right. Anyway, there's Rick and Morty, the kids from Stranger Things, Winona Ryder from Stranger Things, the sheriff from Stranger Things, Eleven from Stranger... Matt, 
Matthew Modine from Stranger Things. There's a lot of Stranger Things on here, Sal. It's very popular. You don't say. Do you have any clever costumes for couples or groups? Yes. I told you, Sal's got it all, Dinah. You can do Lucy and Ricky, Milk and Cookies, Bobby and Ken, Forrest Gump and Jenny, Bert and Mary Poppins, Bonnie and Clyde, Hitler and Ava Bra- Oh, no, no. Wait, scratch that one. But there's lots of cute couples costumes you can do. Oh, I'm sure there's good ones for families, too. Yes, but nobody will ever be able to top Neil Patrick Harris and his family. Nobody. So don't even try. Don't. Sal also has a section devoted to slutty costumes. But this year, we're trying to make them, you know, sexy but empowering for all women. Glass ceiling. The sexy Hillary. Sexy Supreme Court Justice. Sexy Malala. Sexy Executive Vice President of Marketing. Sexy Doctor. Sexy Nobel Prize winning chemist. Sexy author of a best-selling mystery novel series. Sexy nun that runs the soup kitchen. And a sexy mother of two who owns her own business. Oh, that does sound sexy and empowering. It's all in the details. Uh-oh, I've got to go. Some kids have smashed the pumpkin I caught to look like Zac Efron. Kisses! Bye. That was Halloween Costume Tips with Peter Grigio and Sal Vignon. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins, because all wins are important, especially the little ones. Congratulations to Pam Stone in Salt Lake City for remembering the thing she was going to tell her friend on the phone when she called them to chat. Pam usually has to say, I was going to tell you something, but I don't remember what it was. But this time she didn't have to because she did remember. That's a big little win if I ever saw one. Congratulations also to Ernie Bixby from Boston, whose Hot Pocket actually got cooked all the way through on the first try. Sure, the molten broccoli and cheese filling was way too hot to eat right away, and you burned your tongue, but at least it wasn't hot on both ends and frozen in the middle. That's a tasty big little win. If you or someone you know has a big little win, let us know by sharing it with us on Facebook or Twitter. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook or follow us for breaking news on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, Jeremiah Knight, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. If you want to download the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. This release of documents will give us the identities of the two men who shot JFK from the Grassi... The Grassi... No. <laughs> the Grassi... <laughs> the Grassi... The Grassi... It was very Grassi... Hi, Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> uh.